This is Inside the Lebers Podcast with your host, Jack Lambert. The purpose of this podcast is to let the students, staff, and parish know what's happening at St. Gabriel and with the students and how we can all do more to get involved. I'm honored to have a very special guest on the podcast today, the Archbishop of Louisville, the Most Reverend Joseph Kurtz. Archbishop Kurtz, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Happy to do that. Thank you. It's, uh, thanks for uh, suggesting it. It's a good idea. Yes, sir. Eighth graders across the Archdiocese are preparing to receive the Sacrament of Confirmation this spring. I'm among those eighth graders at St. Gabriel the Archangel. For those who don't realize or may have forgotten, Confirmation recognizes when the apostles who are hiding following the death of Christ receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which, are, which energized them and allowed them to spread the word of God. I have served in the community and at home and as part of my preparation for this Holy Sacrament. How do you suggest we prepare our hearts and spirits for this important time? Well, uh, first of all, great question. Let me, let me talk about the first statement that you just made, because uh, I think you said it the right way. Put yourself in the shoes of the first followers of Jesus. And you were right to say that uh, on their own, without the Holy Spirit, how did you say it? They were weak and hiding. Yes, they were, they were hiding following the death of Christ. Exactly. And, uh, and remember, it was the promised Holy Spirit that Jesus, he promised that they would be given. And so what happened to them? Well, first of all, they became people of courage. And they became people, I call it of zeal. They were bold in their actions, but not because they were simply self-confident, but rather they were aware that God was with them. I remember hearing a little story that, do you remember that St. Teresa of Calcutta, had you ever heard of her? Yes, yes, sir. She was probably only about, oh, four foot five or four foot two. She was very, very small. And one time somebody asked her, they said, well, you're speaking to hundreds of thousands of people and you don't seem to get nervous. N nothing seems to happen that, that bothers you. What is it? And she said, they said, where did you get your self-confidence? And she said, oh no, I'm not self-confident. I'm God confident. So I, I, that's a very important distinction because when you build it only on yourself, you can be filled with fear and say, well, what if I say the wrong thing or, uh, what if um, I just don't do the right, uh, take the right step? But when you're aware that somehow God is leading you, then you're, you're courageous because you know God's leading. But secondly, they were very humble. So they weren't full of themselves, but they were humble saying, I need to listen to, to God's voice in me if I'm going to do the right thing. So I, I would say the same is true for you and your classmates. Um, the first thing I would say is relax. In other words, uh, the worst thing you can do is say, okay, the pressure's on me. I got to do something now. Actually, the pressure's not on you. The pressure is on God's presence in your life. And so you, you talk to someone who is your sponsor or someone who's, who's, you say, well, that person really lives their faith. Well, uh, they will tell you that it's not a pressure on them. They're simply trying to respond to what God is asking them to do every day. So 
God's plan is already there in front of you. It's a matter of not being so full of yourself that uh, you think you got to act quickly or you have to do things to impress other people or say, well, I hope, hope everybody thinks that, that somehow I'm doing God's work. That doesn't matter. All you have to do is be aware that, that there's a gift given to you by God. So that's the first thing I would say uh, in terms of, of preparing your heart is uh, you're not too young to, to, to pray and to say, you know, open my heart to your Holy Spirit. Show me what you want me to do with my life. And secondly, uh, listen to the people you really admire. Sometimes it's, a, it's your sponsor, your, your parent, uh, perhaps a teacher that you say, I really like this particular teacher. So just be open to what they have to say, because you don't have to do everything in an hour. You got your whole life <laughs> to live the Holy Spirit. So that would be my answer to you. Okay. We've been taught that through confirmation, this sacrament signifies that this is our time to take charge of the direction in our relationship with God, which for someone 14 years old can be a little bit overwhelming. Do you have any suggestions that can ease us into this new phase in our Catholic life? Yeah, well, let, let's let's use the word you just used, that phrase, take charge. There's a good way of explaining that, and there's a bad way. Uh, the good way is to say, you're not two years old learning how to crawl or, or to walk. You're not eating baby food. Your parents don't have to feed you with a spoon. Yeah. Uh, so you're in all aspects of your life, you're starting to stand on your own two feet. That's just a natural thing. Now, uh, and, and, and 13 is actually a pretty good age for that because you're beginning to feel independent. You're kind of, I think, in the middle where you're obviously not a baby, but it's not as if you'd say uh, to your, your family, hey, I'm, I'm ready to leave home. We'll see you 20 years from now or something like that. No, you, you still need people to support you. So I would say use the word be responsible as, as the way to understand what it means to take charge. And what's in that word responsible is the word response. So response is usually something that you do secondary. Somebody does something to you and then you respond, right? So responsibility in this case means, again, I'm getting back to my first uh, the first question you asked, um, what exactly is, is right on the horizon? What is God asking me to do? What's he asking me to do in the classroom? Because you're, you're not given the same gifts that, that your uh, other classmates have, but you're given unique gifts. So how are you being asked to develop them? And you're developing them not just for your own glory, you know, so you'll become famous or you'll become the first billionaire in your class or I don't know, know what exactly you'd say. But, but you're doing it because somehow you have a belief that God has a plan for you. When you read sacred scripture, the prophets always say, uh, Lord, you formed me when I was in my mother's womb. In other words, before you were even born, God had a plan for you. And Great happiness is just helping to uncover that plan. Again, how do you do it? Well, first of all, relax. Make sure you're listening to other people. And uh, make sure that you also have the courage to say yes. I think, um, and I always, I'll probably bring this up in my homily to you all when I'm, 
I'm preaching to you. But I usually say that in when you're going into high school, one of the main things you have the chance to do is say yes to things. To, in other words, to volunteer. And there are some people who just spend their whole lives on the sidelines. There are people who are 80 years old who've done that. They've never volunteered for anything. They've never, now there's a, there's a certain risk to volunteering because you never quite know, you know, now what am I getting myself into? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, right. so, so there's a risk. But if, again, if you say, well, I don't have to worry about making mistakes because I'm, I'm human, I'm gonna make mistakes, but I'm gonna to try to follow God's lead. And that's what your preparation was. So I'd say relax. Uh, you want to be a person of courage. And the best thing is just to see what are the things that maybe God is asking you to say yes to. Right. Um, another part of our preparation is spiritual growth. I personally have been taking a closer look at how I want to grow my faith in real life every day. Yeah. What are some ways we can carry out a life of service to God and others through the power of the Holy Spirit? Well, uh, I'm glad you said that about spiritual growth, because uh, we use the word formation. And you'd say, well, Archbishop, you're almost 75 years old. Did you stop your formation? I'd say, no, I'm, I'm still in the midst of it. You know, I'm still learning every day. And how do I continue my own spiritual growth? Well, I don't want to get stale. I don't want to just keep doing the same things over and over again. So for one thing, um, I'm always reading. I'm always reading new things. One of the things I love about the uh, my, my iPhone, I can pretty much, if I'm reading a book, look up pretty much anything and find out about it like in an instant. So I would say the first thing you can do in your spiritual growth is be a learner. Uh, you're going to be reading in high school books that I'll never understand in chemistry or, you know, whatever, whatever's going to be your field, et cetera. But you want to do the same thing in your spiritual life. You want to be able to, don't be afraid to read the gospels. Don't be afraid to, to, to read a spiritual book. When I was uh, in eighth grade, it was uh, Christmas time of eighth grade. My oldest sister gave me a book to read and it was called St. Dominic and the Holy Rosary. Believe it or not, I got it on a shelf over here. Oh. It's now 60-some uh, years old, and the binding's all done because I've read it a couple of times. But it was the life of a saint, and that captured my imagination. I, I'm probably the only one in my class that read that book because my sister probably was the only one gave it as a Christmas gift. So uh, that was unique, and it gave me a chance to kind of open my life to a whole different world. In this case, St. Dominic, who lived 800 years ago. And uh, I would say to you, be open to, to new things in your life. L continue to learn things and maybe things with others. The, the second thing I would say that's important to do with your spiritual life is to pray, is to take some time to pray. In other words, when you go to mass, even, even at home, when I don't know if you, when you get up in the morning, you should say a morning prayer and before you go to bed, say a prayer. Well, use, use those occasions to ask God to continue to guide you. And then, and I'm going to mention this for the gospel, for the homily at, at your confirmation mass. Who are you going to choose as your best friends? Who are going to be the people that you're going to surround your life with? You pick friends who 
are desirous to live good spiritual lives, you're going to live a good spiritual life because we tend to imitate the people we kind of hang around. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So so they would be. It's not rocket science. I mean, it's not as if you have to go off to a monastery and pray every day, et cetera, but use the opportunities you have to continue to feed yourself. You got to, you got to grow in new ways. So they, that would be, I guess, my answer as far as the power of the Holy Spirit. That and saying, yes, don't forget, because the Holy Spirit's not going to get you to that power. You still have to make a free decision to say yes to good things in your life. And finally, COVID has made life a little scary and uncertain for many families, especially kids like me. We wonder what's going to happen one day to the next. What advice do you have uh, for kids my age that may feel a little stressed out and worried? Okay. um, Well, I'm not sure what kids your age are, what worries you. In other words, uh, I'm talking to a lot of people now. They have what's called cabin fever. Did you ever hear of cabin fever? No. No. It means like you're in a cabin and you're tired of looking at the same four walls. You just want to do something different. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. And right now with COVID, uh, a lot of people are saying, I just got to get out of my house. I just got to do things. So um, the first thing you got to do is good hygiene to keep safe. And you're not just doing it for yourself. You're doing it for other people. So Bishop Medley, who's the bishop in Owensboro, I had a meeting with the bishops uh, yesterday of the province of, of Louisville, which would be Kentucky and Tennessee. And he said that he tells his people, listen, do the safe things. And they're also acts of charity for other people because you're keeping other people safe. And if you end up finding out that you were safer than you had to be, you know what I mean? Well, you can't be more charitable than you have to be. In other words, you, you can't do too much charity. That's always going to be a good thing to do. So I would say, look on COVID as a chance to keep yourself and others safe. Guess what happened this year? I didn't get the flu. And I think it's because I keep washing my hands now. So after COVID's done, I'm going to keep washing my hands. Now, the second thing I would say for people your age Besides, don't take risky chances, so stay safe. But also remember that pulling back with COVID also gives you a chance to think, well, what's really the most important thing in my life? And when you're in eighth grade, that's when you, that's actually an important time for, for thinking about, well, where am I going with my life? What's God calling me to do? It won't be long. You'll be in high school. You'll be taking tests for college and all the rest. So So COVID gives you a chance to slow down and take time to go out. Now, let me ask you a question, because I know this isn't on your, your, what's, what do you think is the biggest fear for COVID with your classmates? What what would you say would be the biggest fear? Um, Maybe not getting a graduation like last year. Oh, oh yeah. In other words, that, that some of the, uh, the public events, which are only once in your lifetime, Yes, sir. You might not get, or some said, yeah, are we going to get our class trip in? You know, things like that. Now, that's a good point. Um, I can't help you with that one because, <laughs> because uh, I, I'm doing that all the time. In other words, I just ordained two uh, priests for the diaconate, and there were very few not, uh, family and friends in the church. 
Now, I don't know, 10 years from now, will they look back on that and regret it? Or will they say, gee, we got, like you, we got, uh, we graduated in the COVID year. And uh, look at our pictures. We all have masks on and stuff. So I don't know how you're going to look back on on those issues. Yeah. But but uh, I would say you may have to find new ways to celebrate. And uh, but 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 you're right. There's a certain sacrifice in saying, "Gee, we were looking forward to this graduation," or "I was looking forward to uh, I don't know class trip." I don't know exactly what it is that you were thinking about. And there's a little sacrifice in that. Um, do you think that's the last time in your life you're going to be asked to sacrifice? No, sir. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, so I guess it's kind of good practice in some ways that you'd say, well, I don't want it. I, I want a full graduation, but I didn't, I didn't choose 2021 to be the COVID year, but here we are. We're in sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, be sympathetic to your other classmates too. I mean, you know, um, this is a good way to, to kind of learn to, to be kind and understanding to other people. Probably one of the biggest things, you know, because people are hurting, you're right. Did we answer all your questions? Yes, sir. And Archbishop Kurtz, thank you so much for your time and your words. On behalf of the students at St. Gabriel, we want to thank you for your leadership and guidance and we are praying for you. You know what, Jack, I need your prayers. And also I'm proud of you because you handle yourself very well uh, on this, uh, this vehicle for communication. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jack. See you now. This has been the Inside Leopards podcast. To learn more about the Archdiocese, please go to my show notes. Have a safe week.